0: Not everybody move at once. Got a couple of open seats. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey. Let us be ready post the throne of grace. God has been good to us. He's been good to us. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Behold, bless the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night, standing in the house of the Lord, Lift up thy hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord that made the heaven and earth Bless out of Zion. Father, in the name of Jesus. Here we are again. Come to together for this service, Lord. we stepping aside so you can meet us here. We're moving aside so you can speak to our mind, speak to our heart, speak to our soul. Let the word come forth in the name of Jesus. Bless the man of God that's going to stand here and declare, Hallelujah, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, oh God. Have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll give you the praise, we'll give you the glory, we'll give you the honor. All things, Father, we hope that we glorify you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank God, Amen and Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Y'all, y'all can be seated. Elder Jesus, thank you for that exhortation. Appreciate it. Right, he bring the energy now. Hey, teacher. What's up? I'm done. I'm done. I don't have anything in my mind. I finished it. Like I was in first grade. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> That's a That's a <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had something wrong. I would. <laughs> I was. <would, I> <laughs> Don't cut. Okay. I was. I was. Wow. Man. Ah, I mean, man, y'all turned this thing up. Second night of Hanukkah. Y'all all all right? Y'all not fading on me already. Already, already. I don't know. All right. (laughs) Amen. Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. So, uh, just know that as I said, this Hanukkah is really a revealing. So with what I want to introduce to you tonight, it's almost like you can't talk about Jesus without talking about his appointed times. You, you almost can't talk about him without talking about at least one of the feasts. And um, I want to... Trying to see where I want to start with right here today because it's—he's all over the place. He's everywhere. So if you can kind of tune your mind into Revelation, to like him being revealed. See, th- a lot of times we're familiar with the word, but it's not any revealing of what is really happening. Amen. Amen. Wow. Start with, I'm gonna start with a lot, but uh, let me see where I want to go. Day two. Y'all have a good day? Yeah. Good <laughs> I'm getting in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. sometimes. So yesterday we learned that to go further in what God is trying to show us tonight is that we need revelation and that the feast really represent all that he is. And a lot of times people want to study the feast and we want to go in and we observe and we do it. But. I tried to show you that you've been living the feast. Amen. Amen. Which is. Partaking of his life. Ain't that right? That's right. So. He gave me another word as far as him being revealed um, as the Christ, as the Messiah, and that was. Invitation. Not invocation, but invitation. So, man, it's, it's, it's just like this rabbit hole keeps getting deeper and deeper. And, and I'm trying to <laughs> house all that he's saying so I can relay it to you in a way that you can understand. Um, invitation. And he actually showed me that that's really what we're going to get into throughout the week of why Hanukkah. It's like Hanukkah is like twofold. One is just great military victory, prophetic foreshadowing of things to come. But then the ultimate part is the revealing. Of the Christ, the revealing couldn't have came unless it was preserved. And that's what. The first and second Maccabees give us a historical uh, documentation of of the gospel being preserved and us really understanding that you are the temple now of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 That is you. My goodness. In the first pages of Genesis, God invites humanity for a meal. Look at that. Mm. For a meal. Y'all can get the correlation though. What what feast involves a meal? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I got some students in here. God appoints humanity to be his representative and invites <laughs> them to use. Their own creative power and imagination to spread the order and beauty, watch this, of the garden, temple. I'm talking about Adam and Eve. Ish and Isha. Y'all okay? God appoints humanity to be a representative and invites them to use their own creative power and imagination to spread the order and beauty of the garden, temple, temple. Uh, to the rest of creation in Genesis chapter 1 26 to 28 in the garden where humanity is where humanity was placed y'all okay in the garden is where humanity was placed and there are trees located with fruit for eating and cultivating and the trees of love the tree of life grows in the center of the garden right Genesis 2 and 9. This tree is an image of God's ultimate gift to creation. The opportunity to share in and receive God's own goodness and life for humanity. Y'all all right? You can clap. Proximity to the tree means proximity to the author of life. And significantly, the tree of life is something meant for humanity to eat or to be consumed. In fact, God's first command is for humans to eat from all the trees, including this one, the tree of life. I don't know if y'all heard what I just said. I don't know what y'all just said. Somebody go got that. God's first command is to humans, for humans to eat from all of the trees, including this one. This is an invitation to ingest God's own life, Genesis 2.16. This meal transforms the one who eats, the one who eats it, And in the word, listen, and in the word of this story, it leads, watch this, to eternal life. Humanity is invited to trust and participate in the life and the wisdom that God freely offers by receiving and eating this meal. However, humanity forfeits access to this meal by choosing to define goodness and the life, listen, on their own terms. When I say humanity, I'm talking about Adam Eve, because that that was humanity. They defined what goodness was on their terms. And they were exiled from the garden. Genesis three, twenty-two through twenty-eight, twenty-four. Now we now will they get how? How will they get back to the goodness, on good terms with God, which is symbolically represented by the tree of life? Okay. Hmm. So let's go to, let's say the Seder meal. Let's go to the meal. Why did Jesus not drink from that cup and take that bread? Why did he not participate, even though he was there at the Seder Meal, the Last Supper, or communion, however you want to say it? Mm. So this Moet, his appointed time to be there. So follow what I'm telling you. Listen to what I just said about humanity and the meal, the invite. That was invited. The first invite for humanity, which is us, was in the garden. That was the first invitation for all humanity to have eternal life. Isn't that true? All right. So I ask you all a question. Why didn't he eat and drink of that bread and of that cup? Why? And it was his appointed time. To be there. Listen, any place that you find Jesus in the word, he's supposed to be there. Anytime you see him in the boat sleep, he's supposed to be in the boat sleep. Anytime you see him on the porch in Solomon's colonnade, he's supposed to be there. Anywhere that Jesus is, you might want to get the revelation of why he was there. He was at the supper. He was at the... La- he was there. All right? Hmm. Y'all gonna get it. It was his appointed time to be there. So the bread and the wine was a symbol or a type and shadow of things to come. He hadn't went to the cross yet. hmm so, 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 so just follow me. We're talking about Revelation. And uh, listen, as a symbol... That wine and that bread was a symbol of a type and shadow of things to come. Those symbols represented his body and his blood. Okay. So this whole appearance. So his whole appearance there was for revealing. Watch this. The new covenant. This is why he was there. To reveal the new covenant. He hadn't went to the cross yet. At this meal, Jesus takes the bread, blesses it, breaks it, and distributes it, listen, to his disciples. He distributed, he took the bread, he broke it, and he distributed it to his disciples. Amen. Okay. okay? I think you're going to get it. And then he takes the cup of wine and gives thanks. And offers it, and offers it, and offers it to his disciples. Everybody say invitation. Okay, mm, You know, you can reject an invitation. Mm. And he takes the cup of wine and gives thanks and offers it to his disciples. He again, watch this, he again connects the bread to his body and the wine to the blood. Listen, and he invites his disciples to eat and drink in remembrance of him. And in this remembrance and giving, thanks is the invitation to receive eternal life. My God. My God. Anytime God is present, he's making an invitation. Jesus is making an invitation to you. Anytime he's present, there's an invitation, invite. So we wonder why he's at certain places. Hmm. My goodness. This is an invitation to receive eternal life, just like eating of the tree of life, which was which was God's first invitation in the garden of God. that the tree was Jesus. The tree in the midst of the garden was Jesus. It was God's word, Amen. which is... Eternal life. He said, if you eat of this, you will have eternal life. They, they, they won't. Listen, you got to get it. They were created, yes, to be eternal if they ate from the tree of life. They had a choice. Man, Adam and God, mankind, humanity was designed to live forever. Yes. Yes. If they would eat from all the trees, including the tree of life. He'll let you even choose. He came here, I don't want to eat from the tree like that. I'm going to eat this one. It's just as good. Mm-hmm. On the evening before his death, Jesus was observing. Watch this. Passover. That's what the meal was. He was observing Passover. You can call it what you want, but he was there. He was there too. Making an invitation. (laughs) With his disciples. That this event was, listen, we have to understand, this event of the Passover, or should I say, this event was after Hanukkah. Because the next day, he was slain. So he made this invitation. We got we to find a contextual what was really going on with Hanukkah. And I want to show you that. But we have to read, not just go to John chapter uh, 10, verse 20. We have to read the whole thing. So we can get a, a real good picture. Because most of us just zoomed in on 22 and 23. Right. Yeah. All right, but I want to give you, I want to branch you out. So listen to this. Jesus observed Passover, the Passover meal, with his disciples. This event was after the Feast of Dedication, Hanukkah. Remember, his body was broken for you. Mm-mm. To receive, watch this, the next part of him. The next feast. What follows is unleavened bread. See, this is, this is how you know when the ministry is actually going along the guidelines of what God had put in the Bible. Because we need to know exactly what season we in. We make, and I want to show you about the religious people and how what how God's feel about the religious people. Because this is an unveiling of for Christ. Yes, this is about Hanukkah. Yes, but watch this. So, his body, he used the bread represented his body that was broken. This is the symbolism of in the temple when it said that the wall of separation between Jew and Gentile was broken. Oh my God. So, all men now can be partakers of his divine nature. Because the wall, a partition of separation, it said that the it said in the temple that it was rent from the top to the bottom. Not from the bottom to the top, cuz that's man. It was rent from the top to the bottom. And his body was broken for you. That bread represented his body being broken for you. Now that veil that separated us, we needed a high priest, the, the Koha Hadim had to be in there. We now when that, that 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 petition was broken, now that you can step in to now the holy of holies because of what feast? Pentecost. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. His body was broken for you. This is why these appointment, appointed times are so important because we need all of what they represent for the new creation. Could God Almighty teach you? Because his body was broken, gives us now, listen, with the new covenant, it gives us access to the throne room of God. You have Access to the throne room of God because we are now, watch this, the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're going to get this because now we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are partakers, watch this, of Pentecost. When the Spirit came, where? Where did it come? It didn't come in a building. It came now because the wall between Jew and Gentile was broken. It came now into you. Now you are that temple. Now you have access to the throne room of God. Now you have access to the holy of holies. You couldn't have it before. He died. It wasn't fulfilled yet. You, you, you. You, you wasn't a partaker yet. You, you couldn't. There was a petition there. You could not cross over. You couldn't go. You had to have a priest to come and pray for you. You couldn't go to the Holy Holy yourself. Now you can do it all day, every day. Yeah. Because you have access because of the Feast of Pentecost When the Spirit came goodness. We have access. Watch this now. Teach you to the blood of Christ. No longer the blood of bulls and cows and lambs. No longer. That's temporary. It doesn't remove the sin. Now, because of the Lamb of God, it's been removed forever. This is the revealing of the Christ. Hmm. Mm. Mm. we have access now to the blood of Christ. Now you can appropriate the blood of Christ over your life. You, See, before you had to put the blood on the lintel of the doorway, the heart, the house represents the heart of the home. So now you have you applied the blood to the lintels of your heart? This is where the blood of Christ has been applied now. Because you have access now. You are the temple. This is why it was so important to understand what this time is about rededicating the temple of God. Mm. (sighs) It's good. Jesus did not eat or drink. Watch this, teacher, because he was eternal. He is God's word. <laughs> and if you, I'm going to give you the scripture to go to, and you'll see why he, he is eternity. He's God's word. God's word is forever. See, we don't know why he was there. My goodness.
2: He
1: is the renewed governor. He didn't have to. He was what he said he was. He was the sacrament. He was that. John 17. John 17. Let's see. Start at one and go to three. Amplify,
3: please. John chapter 17 at verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these things, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Mm. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your son so that your son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you. Mm. Verse 2. Just as you have granted him power and authority over all flesh, all humankind, now glorify him, so that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. All right, look at this
1: invitation. So now, the first thing Jesus asked the Father was glorified, watch this, thy son. But quickly note something. Why? That the son also may be glorified thee. The whole purpose of God sending Jesus to earth was to give eternal life to men. So, oh my God. So in asking Two questions or answering or asking two questions. God, listen, how God is glorified and how is Jesus glorified? How can they both be glorified? The answer is simple. By means of receiving eternal life. Look at the mystery. This is how they're both glorified. By receiving eternal life. Both God's glory and Jesus' glory are found in the completion of the work, watch this, of salvation. I'm trying to tell y'all why we're going to understand why he was at Hanukkah. The word that he gave me, he said this today, is invitation. I gave you the first invitation to eat and sup with me for eternal in the garden. Then you forfeited that, so now there's a feast called Passover. I love when he said, if I don't wash your feet, he said, you'll have no part of me. Peter got the revelation, wash my hands. He said, wash my head, wash everything now. (laughs) He wanted to be a part of me. Now listen to what I'm telling you. Jesus is glorified. Father is glorified when you receive eternal life. Salvation. The glory of the righteousness is with Jesus secured by a perfect life. The glory of righteousness with Jesus secured by a perfect life. The glory of the cross. Listen to this. The glory of the cross itself. The glory of Jesus' resurrection, which is uh, vindicated beyond question. His 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 messiahship, the glory of Jesus, ascension and exhortation is glorifying. He he did exactly what the Father asked him to do. Can y'all do the same? Do Do you understand the mystery of this glorification of eternal life that has been added to you, that's been given to you? Oh, Jesus. Okay, now you can actually partake because you, you accepted the invitation by revelation. Yeah. Not God, teacher. Okay, all right. So where we at right now? Hold on a second. I got, one. I got something for you. Mhm. So, men of God, do this for me real quick. We're still in John. Go back to 10. And we're going to take it from the top. So, in this, I love how King James titled it though. They titled it in the King James, Christ is the door and the good shepherd. So, this verse, this chapter 10, where you're going to find Hanukkah. We're going to find out why he was there, the real purpose. (laughs) You ready? Man of God, we're going to start, and we're going to read the whole thing. So put it in like, you know, 2X, 3X. Do the Amplified
3: to get some clarity. This is John chapter 10, beginning at verse 1. I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, he who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way elsewhere from some other quarter is a thief and a robber. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Verse 3. The watchman opens the door for this man, And the sheep listen to his voice and heed it. And he calls his own sheep by name and brings or leads them out. Mm. Verse 4. When he has brought his own sheep outside, he walks on before them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never on any account follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers mm. or recognize their call. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus used this parable, this illustration with them, but they did not understand what he was talking See there? about. Verse 7. So the so,
1: so word is right there with them. The living word. And they still, for some reason, even with this parable, They find it hard to understand what's wrong with their minds. I know Holy Spirit ain't came yet, but he's walking with them right now. So it's something very simple. Why they cannot hear him. Everybody say revelation. Revelation. All right. This is what
3: it's about. (laughs) Verse seven. So Jesus said again. I assure you most solemnly I tell you that I myself am the door for the sheep. All others who came as such before me are thieves and robbers. But the true sheep did not listen to and obey them. Mm. I am the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved. He will live. He will come in and he will go out freely and will find pasture. At verse 10, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life. See,
1: hold on a second. See, most of the time we we hear these little verses and we take them out of context. Let's hear the whole story. All right. So we don't make an isogesic out of it, what you believe that it's saying. Instead of letting it interpret itself, amen? Amen. So so anything that Jesus or John is quoting here or what he's saying, he's he's really coming from the Old Testament. Okay, Come, come on. I want us to understand when we read the scripture, what is building up here?
3: Go ahead. I came that they may have and enjoy life hmm. and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.
1: See, and a lot of times we take that and we read this script, but he's talking about his sheep. And he's telling you some people in the fold is not his sheep. So we take these things out of context. You don't do script your own feelings.
3: Come on. I am the good shepherd. Mm. The good shepherd risks and lays down his own life for the sheep.
1: So does it sound like he's trying to reveal himself to them? Don't it? In a parable, he's trying to really break down, give you some imagery. I'm using sheep. We're an agricultural country. I'm trying to show you. I'm associating something that you
3: should know. All right? Go ahead. Verse 12. Mm-hmm. But the hired servant, he who merely serves for wages, was neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep. When he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock mm. and runs away. We saw a lot of that in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and the wolf chases and snatches them and scatters the flock. Mm. Verse 13. Now the hireling flees because he merely serves for wages and is not himself concerned about the sheep. He cares nothing for them. I am the good shepherd, and I know and recognize my own, Mm. and my own know and recognize me, Mm. even as truly as the Father knows me, and I also know the Father. And I am giving my very own life and laying it down on behalf of the sheep. Mm, mm, mm. And I have other sheep besides these Mm. that are not of this fold. I must bring and impel those also and they will listen to my voice Mm -hmm. and heed my call. And so there will be, they will become one flock. Under one shepherd. Under one shepherd. So, so like,
1: like when God, listen, as a representative of one of the five foe, as a shepherd, a pastor. So there has to be something that he has placed in me. If you are actually called to that office. I should know how, well, I'll get to it later. I'm going to get to it in a few minutes. But God don't make no mistakes. People do. But God doesn't. This is why he said, I will give you shepherds. After my own heart. Not one that's pleasing to you. See, we choose those types. We choose the ones that don't hold you to what we are both supposed to be representing. This is the truth. This is what he's saying. This is why he said, I choose for you.
3: (laughs) I'm going to trust him. Go ahead. Go ahead, man of God. Verse 17, for this reason, the Father loves me, Mm. because I lay down my own life to take it back again. Verse 18, no one takes it away from me. On the contrary, I lay it down voluntarily. I put it from myself. Mm. I am authorized and have power to lay it down, to resign it. And I am authorized and have power to take it back again. Mm. These are the instructions, the orders, which I have received as my charge from my father.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
3: He's the good shepherd. Go ahead. Go ahead, man of God. Verse 19. Yeah. Then a fresh division of opinion arose among the Jews because of his saying these things. Mm. There was a what? A fresh, some, some more people came. Go ahead. Verse 20. And many of them said he has a demon Look and that. he is mad, insane. He raves, he rambles. Why do you listen to him? Others argued these are not the thoughts and the language of one possessed. Hmm. Can a demon possessed person open blind eyes? Hmm. Verse 22, after this, the feast of dedication. See, the scene ain't changed. The scene ain't changed, but
1: there's an introduction. Let you know there's a backdrop here. Because prophecy now is being fulfilled. With this feast. See, see, he's there revealing himself. This is the feast of dedication, rededication. He's giving them an opportunity. An invite. See, this, See people are like, he was there, but he, he, was he participate? No, he, he wasn't. He wasn't there in the manner that you think that he was there. And when we say he was celebrating Hanukkah. No, just like he didn't eat of his own body or drink of his own blood. He didn't do that. That was for you. I'm here at this most important time. And God saw fit to put it and make sure you know that this is coming from the Passover into it now, into this feast. Unleavened bread would be next, first fruits would be next, and then he's going right into it. But we don't know, we lost track of where we are. And he's showing them, he's telling them, surely,
3: verily, verily, I'm telling you. Watch, let's keep reading. After this, the feast of dedication of the reconsecration of the temple. Was taking place in Jerusalem. Important to know.
1: Important to know. That this is prophecy being revealed. I'm going to show you later in the week. where why he was there. Doing what he was doing. He's not there celebrating himself. He's trying. To get them. To see who he is. Now you got this going on yet that speaks of me.
3: But let's keep reading. It was winter and Jesus was walking in Solomon's porch Mm -hmm. in the temple area. Mm -hmm. Don't you think it's important that God in his scripture
1: specifically said he was there and where he was and what he was doing important
3: don't just bypass that we most people do go ahead verse 24 Mm -hmm. so the jews surrounded him and began asking him how long are you going to keep us in doubt and suspense if you are really the christ the messiah tell us so plainly and openly okay so they surrounded him
1: they, they surrounded them we, we want to know who you are tell us who you are I done told you I'm the good shepherd I told, I've been trying to reveal myself to you from verse one of Genesis <laughs> I've been trying to re, I've been trying to reveal myself from you till then because they had they had they had the Tanakh they had it that's all they had they had the Pentateuch. they had it they had Ezekiel. They had Daniel. But well, I'm going to show you something, though. Men of God, continue.
3: Verse 25. Jesus answered them, I have told you so. Look at that. Yet you do not believe me. Mm. You do not trust me and rely on me. The very works that I do by the power of my father and in my father's name bear witness Concerning me, they are my credentials Mm. and evidence in support of me. But you do not believe and trust and rely on me because you do not belong to my fold. You are no sheep of mine. Mm -hmm. The sheep that are my own hear and are listening to my voice and I know them and they follow me. Mm. Verse 28. Mm. And I give them eternal life. See? And they shall never lose it or perish throughout the ages. To all eternity, they shall never by any means be destroyed. And no one is able to snatch them out of my hand. Mm. 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 (laughs) Verse 29. My father who has given them to me is greater and mightier than all else and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand verse 30 I and the father are one come on verse 31 again the Jews brought up stones to stone him look at that Jesus for, said for doing them, what for telling what the truth go ahead Jesus said to them my father has enabled me to do many good deeds I have shown many acts of mercy in your presence for which of these do you mean to stone me Mm. the Jews replied we are not going to stone you for a good act but for blasphemy because you a mere man make yourself out to be God see because you don't have the revelation of who
1: he is and you you forgot the backdrop that's going on with this feast it's important to know like I said we're going to get into the feast of dedication all right but you but I need you to get the back what is really
3: happening why was he there come on jesus answered Is it not written in your own law, I said, you are God's? Verse 35, so men are called God's by the law, men to whom God's message came, and the scripture cannot be set aside or canceled or broken or annulled. If that is true, do you say of the one whom the father consecrated and dedicated and set apart for himself, and sent into the world you are blaspheming because i said i am the son of god okay
1: so be very careful this is how we get mixed up with this scripture god said he said in his scripture that ye are gods and we take that and we go man they got all kind of stuff on TikTok, all kind of stuff in the word of god but we didn't do the research what we didn't realize is that man in the day, back in the judges, they called the judges. They called the judges and the rulers gods, little g's. So this is why he's saying that you said that I said in your law. You said that. You said that. I'm saying what you said. You called them gods. I didn't call them gods. You did. But see how we done got the scripture, building doctrine on that and all. God said, he said, you are God's. That's what they call the judges then. And the rulers, they call them little G gods. What verse are you at right now? 36. Verse 37. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mm. Okay, they wanted to stone him because he said that. He just was saying what they were saying. Mm. Jesus made a threefold claim. However, not, listen, note a critical point. Jesus was not saying rulers were called God. So I'm. And so he's saying right here, he said, so I am to be, so I'm saying uh, I am to be called a God. So they're upset because he's saying that he's called himself the son of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not upset because you were calling yourself gods. Right, right, right. Come on, come on. But you upset and want to stone me because I said I'm the son of God. Why can't I say I'm the son of God if you said you are gods? Right. That's what he's saying. Right. Mm, mm, mm. I and the father are one. And he thought it not robbery to think himself equal to God. Because he was God.
3: Come on, man of God, read this thing. If I am not doing the works, performing the deeds of my father, then do not believe me. Do not adhere to me Mm -hmm. and trust me and rely on me. He said don't.
0: Mm -mm.
3: Verse 38. Mm -hmm. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me Mm. or have faith in me, at least believe the works and have faith in what I do. Uh Good God almighty. In order that you may know and understand clearly that the Father is in me. And I am in the Father, one with him. See, we've got this thing all twisted
1: when it comes to what was really going on in this verse. And with Hanukkah being there and all, it's just a backdrop to let you know, you know what was going on. Prophecy was being revealed right in front of them and they could not see it. They couldn't see who he was. They couldn't correlate the two with what was going on. They cannot they could not. This is the revealing that he is the good shepherd and he is the door. So we take this and we make all these rituals and and it's no document that the oil lasted for eight days, but it was eight days. Okay, hold on. So we get caught up on all these things. Stop, 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 just stop enemy comes in and perverts and he perverts the symbolism because they can't see Jesus and now this rededication of the temple is so good because it's not just the rededication of the body but it's the mind hold on a second here we, we in there Y'all just hold on. So let's just find out. Let me see which way he want me to go right quick. Hold on here. So the feast was founded to be celebrated. It uh, uh celebrated the freedom of Israel from Syria in 164 B.C. This is all before Christ. Uh, what had happened was terrible. Antiochus Epiphanes, and we're going to get to him the king of Assyria, from 175 to 164 BCE. He loved the Greek society and wanted to turn, listen, his part of the world into a model of Greek society. He ran into a, tr- into a little bit of trouble when he tried to make the Jews undo or, un- or he tried to make the Jews into f- full-fledged Greeks. You know, con- you know I- I- now we are conforming to the world. In the sanctuaries. Okay. Y- y'all listen to this. This is how it's gonna, we're going to end up dropping it. I, okay, I got a few minutes here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So I'm just giving you a little update. Listen, the first, listen he first tried to turn them into full-fledged Greeks, uh, both in custom and in their religion. Your religion being tampered with. Don't change things. The first he tried. Watch this. He tried peacefully, and some of the Jews adopted Greek ideas. But as history has shown, most Jews were not going to surrender their beliefs. Come on, buddy, don't surrender your belief to all this LGBT. Don't surrender. Just because he told you, just because the law said you can smoke weed, but is it lawful in God's kingdom? I mean, it's lawful in the land, but is it lawful to God? Okay, let me, I don't know, That'll just jump that out for somebody maybe. All right. Okay. (laughs) All things are permissible. Are they lawful? That's what he said. Okay, Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. (laughs) We we, we believers, listen. He first tried to do it peacefully, you know, send some nice uh, sold-out pastors in there to preach a watered-down gospel. He's trying. Right. Mm -hmm. But we got some stubborn people in here who won't fall for this, (laughs) that trick anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Listen, in order to be successful, Antigas knew that he had to destroy the Jewish religion, your faith, what you believe in. He attacked Jerusalem, slaughtering 80,000 Jews by, listen, by the one of the most or some of the most horrible, imaginable um, murders and enslavement. Then he then he after he killed 80,000, he enslaved 80,000. Then he desecrated their temple. This is how they met with God. They remember they could not go before God. The people could not. They had to go before the priests. The priests had to go and 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 empty or should I say uh, relieve them of their sin. They, he went in and took that. But then they got Corrupt. Just offered them money. They got corrupt. We're gonna learn that later in this week. But this is the part that I really want y'all to get. Hmm. Y'all all all right? Trying to make sure I can keep it cohesive for you. you Follow. Back to the shepherd. The first claim that Jesus was is that he is the Messiah. There's a contrast. In this verse in John 10, 24 through 29. A contrast, watch this, teacher, between the religious, uh, of the, Lord's, uh, the religious and the Lord's sheep. Between non-believers and believers. The religious did not believe. Jesus had clearly claimed to be the Messiah. Note his word. I told you. He had told them time and time again. Jesus' works and his deeds proved that he was who he claimed to be. The religious did not believe Jesus' claims. Why? Because they were not his sheep. Note this very important fact. Listen to this. Jesus did not say, You are not my sheep because ye believe not. But he said, You believe not because you are not my sheep. He was saying that they did not believe because they were not his followers. This is the thread. A predestination that John stressed throughout the gospels. Did y'all get that? You want me to say it one more time before I go over here? Watch this. Watch this. Jesus did not say, you are not my sheep because you don't, because you believe not. But he said, ye believe not because you are not my sheep. He was saying that they did not believe because they were not his followers. This is the thread of predestination that John stressed throughout the gospel. The religious did not belong to God. They claimed to be his followers, teacher, but his claims was only or their claims were only a verbal profession. Watch this. Their hearts and lives we far from God. Therefore, what Jesus claimed, they rejected. They are not the sheep of Jesus. Therefore, they rejected his claims. Listen, and the words. This is why when he was saying, I am the light of the world. They was rejecting him. Just like Jehovah Witness, when it's time for take communion, they reject him. They do not receive the blood the sacrifice, religious, and they are not of my sheep because they don't hear me and they don't obey. Y'all watch this. This is the revealing. I'm so glad I got delivered out of Jehovah's Witness. I'm talking about my mindset, everything, my reasoning all of that. Those are the, some of the blocks that why you can't receive the Holy Spirit sometimes because of those false. That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that I was like, I on like, man, you, I had to really think about it. I was like, man, I could to let go of some of this stuff. You know, it, it tones is of the devil and all. If you believe that, you ain't going to never speak. Yeah. You ain't going to never receive the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. The sheep of the shepherd believe in the shepherd. Others may not. The sheep, this is what he's trying to relate to them. This is what he's trying. While they're surrounding him and they're asking to tell us plain, he's trying to tell them, this is what I'm talking to, my sheep. Go ahead. This is what he was saying there. This is what he was saying. He didn't really. realize. I'm pointing, I'm sitting here at the east gate. Y'all ain't understand what's going on. You do, but you, watch this, you do, but you don't. The sheep of the shepherd believe in the shepherd. Others may not, but the sheep do. This is what Jesus was saying. How he used the traits, watch this, of sheep to describe his followers, his believers. It's important to understand that. It's not derogatory, it's God's purpose. Understand what he said. Sheep are receptive to the voice of the shepherd. They know his voice and respond to it. When he calls them, they come and they do what he says. Also, they know the voice of the false shepherd. Don't ever believe nothing online talking about sheep are dumb. No, they're not. They know the voice of a person who's not their shepherd. Y'all are right. Sheep are known by the shepherd, and this knowledge leads them to trust him explicitly. The shepherd responds to the sheep and to their faith and trust in him, he cares for them deeply. See, he knew that he could call me. He knew I could take the rejection from the people who say they love me. He knew everybody can't walk in this office. Everybody can't walk in here. They can walk in it by their flesh, but they can't walk in it by the spirit. This is why he said, I'm going to give you. I love it. I'm going to give you. Sheep are known by their shepherd and acknowledge this and they acknowledge and they acknowledge uh, his lead, uh, leading them and trusting them explicitly. Y'all listen to this. He cares for them deeply, leading and looking after them. He, listen. He even knows them individually, calling them by their name. The fact that he responds to them with such care and attention gives them, listen, even greater faith and trust. It should be if you are. They trust the shepherd without question. I know I'm a good sheep with my shepherd. I know I am with my earthly shepherd and my heavenly shepherd. I know I am because I'm always working on it. I'm always surrendering more and more to him. Shoot, Hey, he call me up. Let him call me up. Let both let either one of them call me up. I love it. God. Listen to this. Y'all understand it. This is what Jesus is talking about. We get it all mixed up. This is what he was saying in this, in this chapter. The fact that they respond to him and they care in, for their attention it gives them greater faith and trust. They trust the shepherd without question. Sheep follow the shepherd, they obey him, knowing he goes before them in order to remove all obstacles and dangers that they don't see. While you sleep, I wake up with a burden in my heart for you while you sleep. This is good. This is good. He goes ahead of them to remove obstacles that could cause a stumbling block for you. That's what he does. If, if you are following. Watch this. Sheep are communal. Sheep are communal because of space. Listen, because of, listen, because of space. This fact is not given. Well, I want to say this right here. I want to say this. They are communal. They, they are communal, listen, or a, uh, what they do, teacher, is they form a commune or fellowship with sheep. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: Listen, they are, I need you to understand, they are a body who follow the shepherd. They love to commune together. Yeah. Sheep yeah. don't yeah. scatter. Yeah. They go in a nice little... They like being together. They like being together. They like being together. together. They're communal. They're communal. They love the fellowship. Sheep are given eternal life. Sheep are given eternal life. Includes, listen, an abundant life while on this earth, sheep. Watch this. Which begins. Your abundant life, which begins. The moment the sheep become a follower of the shepherd. This is what Jesus is trying to explain to them at Hanukkah. This is what he's saying. Listen. Sheep are kept from perishing. Sheep are secured. No man, no one can pluck them out of the shepherd's hand. The person who is truly In the shepherd, listen, the person who is truly in the shepherd's hand Uh will not be lost. The shepherd promised, listen, promised this time and time again. Exactly what Jesus said. The sheep are saved from someone trying to snatch them away. Even from yourself. And they say, listen, and they are saved. No matter how great the attempt may be, they are secure, kept from evil, kept from the evil one, even the devil himself. Even the devil himself. Some things just don't got to happen. Sheep possess a double security in the owner that is God himself. They are secured. Not only because they are in the hands of the shepherd, but because they belong to the owner. The owner is God, and God is greater than all. Therefore, being the greatest, listen, therefore, being the greatest, no one, no one is now able to ever be able to pluck that sheep from the hand of God because God is greater. I'm telling y'all, I got to be finished right now. Because I want to know why he was there. What was he really trying to do? It was an invitation for eternal life. But you must follow the good shepherd to do that, he said. And this is what we don't really see when it comes to Hanukkah. It ain't about what you've been thinking it is. But what I'm going to get in is how it was preserved that you're going to find out now about that temple that you are and why you really want to rededicate it. Because it's that time that we should be doing it. War is going on. So this year, last year, there was no war in, in, in drill. This Hanukkah, it is. This year, there ain't no war in America. Well, what about next year? Are, are, are we ready? If, you're, if, you, if you find yourself... In a head on collision. Is your life right? Are you right with everyone? So, if God goes in and looks at that heart of yours, what will He find? Because you know, tomorrow ain't promised. It, listen, don't be mad at nobody. It's not worth it. That's the enemy, especially not nobody of the household of faith. That's a trick. That's a trick. much prophecy that went over in this house and you don't war over the prophecy of your house that's an invitation. Now the enemy knows. Now the enemy knows what's been prophesied. Now he can attack it. Your business your health but you want war over it. Don't let him use you and turn you against people that love you. That's the enemy. I, had to, I couldn't have grown if I, if I had listened to my flesh. When the apostle told me, no. We're not studying the feast. No. In front of everybody, no. I didn't get mad. I grew. Because I knew he loved me. And he probably knows something I don't know. And I submitted to him. And Lord knows it was birthed out of it. I just think God is just amazing. If you just obey. I want to know, first of all, you have to be in God's flock. See, I have no sheep. I just tend to his sheep. Peter, Peter, lovest thou? Peter, lovest thou? Peter, lovest thou? Feed my sheep. He didn't say feed your sheep. I don't have no sheep. I'm a steward. I'm, a, I'm not a hired hand. I am in my office. I'm in my call for your life. I surrendered everything for you. I had to lay my life down too. A lot of us ain't laid our life down. Sheep of the shepherd. It's, it's plain. This is, all, this is all he was trying to tell them. Follow me. I am the door. I'm the way, the truth, and the light follow me. I'm the good shepherd. I'm going to stand and make sure you don't see that obstacle. You don't see that stumbling block. but I'm going to make sure because I'm up here I can see it and you can't. Y'all all right? Yeah. Y'all, y'all know I just love y'all so much. But I hate the enemy. I want to dedicate my temple I want it to be true. I don't want it to be something in my heart. If my, if, when, when I lost all that blood and I was sitting on that floor, and if my life had been required for me, then I was good. With everybody and every person and everything in my life. Everything. I won't hold in nothing. I ain't had to do no check. Hold on, God. Let me, go, let, me let me get this right. I ain't had to do none of that. And the people and the people who betrayed me, guess what? They came to me, the ones who loved me at some level. But watch this. Watch this. It won't about them. It was about my heart towards them. God was looking at that. He won't looking at them. He'll handle that. That won't for me. My was Are your heart. Right. Will you tell them, no, don't come into the room. Oh, will you just tell them, come on in, I love you. And that's what I did. See, how about you? How about you? How about you? How about you? If it's your time, how about you? Well, this is why this season is so important for dedication. Stand to your feet. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Jesus. We're, we're right there. Oh, I'm right on time. I'm good, right? I'm good. It's a quarter to i I'm good. Now, tomorrow we get to get into it. Ah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go.
2: Woo! Glory to God. Just go ahead and give God adoration and praise for the engrafted word that's able to save our souls. Hallelujah! 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 Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that God is unveiling the revelation of His Son Jesus. We out. <laughs> Hallelujah! And we ask for more clarity, understanding, great unveiling of the great mystery. Of our King Jesus. Ah oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's King Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all can sit down. I got a few seconds here. I, I just I just love the word of God. Hallelujah. We should be a people. Amen, we're able to continually to rededicate our temple.. I get to receive the invitation every morning I wake up to bring my body as a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. 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 I get to bring this body. The word of God said there's no good thing that dwells in this flesh. no good thing so I bring this no good thing in the presence of God to examine me rid me of all what's not a part of you the hidden things i hidden from myself and I'm convinced that I'm alright in that area Go to that place, Lord. Let me not even bewitch myself in my thinking and understanding. For I come to you saying, for I don't understand, so I might understand. I just obey because I love your statue and I love your ways. God is so worthy. He's so greater, so greater than what we face or imagine or are experiencing. I understand why he said to rededicate and why it's so important because the the renewal in my spirit that I can step into the presence I can be washed again I can plunge in the blood of Jesus again Hallelujah To be reminded of the remission of my sins I can plunge in I can I can Jump into the blood that saves and wash away all my sins. I can plunge into victory. I can plunge into a sober mind. I can plunge into a well body. I can just plunge in. Into purpose and partake of His glory, His glory, His strength, His might. We're talking about Jesus. And being unveiled. If we took away, not to take away, but we just had Romans ten nine. And I'll be forgiven for my sins because what I believe on, I would say that confession and declaration every day, I believe that would be enough for me because that's my salvation. I live through my salvation. My salvation within that is every feast because he is the feast. <laughs> if I didn't read any history or the poetry in the Word of God, if we didn't have any lexicon and all the corresponding other books. Because just that name embody the entirety of the book. If I have a revelation of that name, I don't need to know the beginning and the moon and the stars and all the heroes of faith. Because without him, there'd be no heroes of faith. I just need to believe on Jesus Christ. I just need to enter that door. We make it way too complicated. If when you hear that name and all of your natural energy don't just leave your body because you're overshadowed with the power of the Most High, you don't have revelation of that name. And we could just stand by saying that name and not bow and not give him glory we have not the revelation of that name if it depends on how you feel and you don't have joy of the Lord always we don't have a revelation of that name pastor when you started the teaching, one word came up to me: factions. Word of God speak about in when the church come to together, he said there's a lot of faction among you, which means divisions and how you think things should go. And he said, and I believe it. He said, but I hate division. Says, for first of all, when you come together as a church is to come together as my church. He said, I hear that there are divisions among you. And in part, I believe it. For there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. For those who are genuine will be recognized. Faction is necessary to see those who are genuine among you would be revealed. He says there's no doubt there would have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. took me to pass it to the religious, not his sheep, because they believe not. Yet they claim they follow him. The sheep of the shepherd believes in the shepherd. But he says, I've given you shepherds after my own heart that would feed you. So he's delegated shepherds to feed as steward. I want you all to leave with this it's a question. Holy Spirit loves to give you questions, questions will teach you. How do you know? Mm. Pastor spoke about, if you're following the shepherd, then he or she give you greater faith. They help you with obtaining a greater faith. This could be used as a great indicator that you're following your shepherd. Do you have greater faith? Your faith should be looked from faith to faith, to glory to glory, which means that your faith should still continue to be growing and increasing because you're following. go back home and because it's talking about dedication, right? You rededicating your body. Are you following? If you're following, then you should be growing in a greater measure of faith. Meaning, not just from last year, but from the last teaching. From the last teaching, your faith should be greater. Which means that you are, because when you follow, look, just like when you go to school or work. (laughs) This how people look. Either be promoted or terminated, or they quit. It's because they are, or not, expanding their capacity to grow, to receive, to grow in faith, grow in knowledge. Brings promotion or demotion or termination, Or you quit. It's an indicator. How's your faith increasing? Taking notes, baby. I want to see him when I leave. Okay. Tonight, Holy Spirit visited us. I thank God for the engrafted word that's able to save our souls. we should be reinvigorated refresh re-energize because you heard and it means that you listen you came ready to look obey and repeat obey and repeat obey and repeat I'm expecting some extraordinary testimonies because of this extraordinary unveiling of the rededication of God's temple for his purpose, for his good, and for the betterment of our community. My God, I'm excited. Oh, y'all excited? Are you excited? Are you ready to reach the lost and perfect believers around the world? Because you have rededicated your life. Amen. Um,
1: Can y'all stand to you?
2: I'm just excited, y'all. Y'all got to praise the Lord with me for a minute. Glory to God. Can we just go ahead and praise the Lord? He's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. May the joy of the Lord be our strength. Hallelujah, hallelujah Lord God, hallelujah Jesus. We worship you, we adore you, we magnify you, We, we dedicate our lives to you Lord God your presence known in this vessel. I will forever give you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's just a worthy God. At
1: this, at this time, we're going to have the lighting of the menorah. Amen, teacher. At this time, we're going to have the lighting of the menorah. And uh, we're going to, throughout the week, we got a little while to go. This is day two. Go ahead, go ahead and get started. And we're going to start breaking open this festival. It's going to be good. Don't miss, don't miss, don't miss. It's going to be good. God is revealing. He's doing a new thing. Amen. 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 What what a way to sacrifice um, or rededicating our temple when we may move obstacles like time out of the way. I mean 400 years there was a battle in 400 years, had Mary in there. Without Mary, where we would Jesus come? It's important to understand the dedication of our temples. Do not let the enemy defile your temple. He can only defile your temple if you allow him. So when we look upon these candles tonight, this candlestick that represents. Jesus represents the prophetic time that we in. It represents everything. All the bulbs on it all has meaning to how the gold was beaten and what that means. All that has meaning. Beaten out of one piece of gold. The skilledmanship workmanship that it took. This is God's perfect design and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So look upon this. And then look inside of you because that's where that light is. This is this symbolism of what's inside of us. The Ark of the Covenant now is within you. The commandments, the Aaron's rod, that bust, that, 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 um, but it the mammon the food that we eat it's right there the old but it was written by the finger of God oh we have victory that's why he said if any deadly thing you touch it can't harm you because you are now the ark of the covenant you are. You are. You house the presence of God. Every time David went into battle, he took the Ark of the Covenant and they had victory. So now you have, you are that ark. Oh, you are. Amen. That's that's you now. You house the presence of God. You are now that temple of the Holy Spirit, of the Ruach Hakodesh, I speak blessings over y'all tonight. Long life. I pray that God, whatever things were crooked, He made straight way in your life now. I pray for the willingness to obey God's word. Then you will see His wonder working power when you obey don't let the thief rob no more hell we cover your mother from any infection anything that's foreign in her body we come against it tonight we stand in agreement with you your family we speak to her we call her into the kingdom in the name of Jesus that she will know that this is the day of dedication God can still use her. He still have need of her. He still have need of you. I don't want to end this. So I'm going to ask that you stand the glory. I'll see you tomorrow for day number three. We got this, y'all. We got this. We got this. Watch what happens. Throughout this meeting that we're having, this gathering, I love what teacher says, testimonies. Shabbat shalom. I'll see you. Tell a friend. Tell him to come out and visit. Woo! Hello.